everybody thank you for listening to another episode of nostalgia and now as always it's your host kelly i hope you've had a fantastic week and i wanted to apologize last week i was having so many issues with recording that i didn't even record like an outro or anything i always try and like end it on some kind of you know just little positive note or something but i was getting so mad that i just hit end i was like i can't keep doing this just you know recording issues whatever this week though It's all good. I figured out what was wrong, and hopefully we don't run into any more issues. This week, there is a lot to talk about. We are ending season six of the podcast. Thank you so much for hanging out for six whole seasons of this podcast. I do think that I am going to finish up The Hills before I do Laguna Beach season three. Just, I know a lot of people are like, no, go to season three, because eventually The Hills get stale, right? Eventually, you're just kind of like, This is so fake. This is so scripted. I'm so not into it. But I really like Laguna season three, but I do think I just need to finish up the hills, go to Laguna season three, and then I think I'm going to do the city just because I have not watched the city. And basically what I want to do is I want to watch the episodes, then I want to watch Whitney and Timmy's recaps, and then, you know, just kind of like do it that way. But then I also don't want to watch their recaps because I don't want to be influenced by things, but I want to know what the fuck I'm talking about. So we are ending this season. This is the last episode of the podcast season, season six. Again, thank you guys so much for hanging around. Um, I love the podcast. It's probably my favorite thing on the whole whole Laguna Biatch sphere of things that uh, that we do together. I think the podcast is my mo- is my favorite, absolutely. But there may be another episode because we do have Britney's court hearing, which is on July 14th my 30th birthday, and I really have good vibes for this one. I am going to talk about everything that's happened in the last week with Free Britney, and I have my notes a little bit better than last week, so they're not all over the place. I'm also going to give Jamie Lynn Spears her own section because she is fucking crazy. Whoever is, like, telling her to post stuff, I need them to stop because she's just making herself look worse. And, I again, I'll just I'll get into that in a little bit. Um, I'm going to talk Hill's New Beginnings, of course, And I will say my bias towards Spencer, I know people love him. I know people still love him. But it is difficult for me to, like, see the good in him. Someone tweeted me being like, please just give him a chance. I'm like, I can't. Like, I really, I can't. I'll try, but I really can't. Um, We may be getting uh, a couple from The Hills New Beginnings on the podcast in a week or two. It is a couple that's involved in a lot of drama that's not Spidey. So we're working on that because I would love to have them on. And I actually, I am starting to like The Hills New Beginnings. I have to admit it. And I don't just like it because Spidey looks so bad in it. It's actual like drama that I'm willing to watch at this point. I'm like, okay, all right, I'm into this drama. But I do hope you guys have had an awesome week. And without further ado, let's get into it. Now, if you have no plans to ever travel to Nashville, skip over this part, but a lot of people do DM me asking for Nashville recommendations, kind of where to go, where to eat. And I am somebody where if I like a place, I will go there a hundred times and not try anything new. So I will say some of my favorite places to eat, Tavern in Midtown, that's where I'm going actually for my birthday. I love Live Oaks food. Not everybody loves it. It's also a bar. So if you're looking for like a sit down, nice dinner, definitely not the place to go, but pretty solid bar food. I also really love Burger Republic. I love the pub. There are a few places over in East Nashville, Once Upon a Time in France. It's all French food. It's a really cool vibe. It has really good food. Tailgate Brewery has really, really good pizza. 
I'm trying to think of some other things. Taqueria del Sol. Most people go to Bar Taco, but in 12 South, Taqueria del Sol is also there. And I like their food better than Bar Tacos by like a mile. A few other places if you're looking to spend a little bit more money. There's The Optimist. There is Bourbon Steak. There's Cane Prime, STK. Those are all really great restaurants as well. Pelican and Pig is also a good restaurant, I've been told. And Pearl Diver has really cool drinks and good food along with that, which we love. When it comes to brunch, I will say I always just go to Hopsmith. I think Hopsmith has a great brunch. They have good deals. And it's just, it's usually where I'm at. <laughs> you know, I'm usually in that area anyway. Hampton Social is also known for their brunch as well. And it's very Instagrammable. So I know a lot of people go there and they take pictures under the signs and all of that. I'm trying to think of where else I can suggest for you guys that I haven't really talked about before. Um, I talk about Tin Roof on Demumbrian a lot. I'm usually there on weekends if I'm out. Also, Mickey's, Mickey's Tavern in East Nashville. It's a really cool dive bar. I love it. I live really close to it within walking distance. So I like to go there just because you never have to worry about drinking and driving. And it's right next to this place called Nicoletto's Italian. And I don't think you can sit in there, but really good food there. Like I said, Pearl Diver is a cool place. I don't know, it's kind of funny. Like when I'm trying to list out places, I never really know. L.A. Jackson's really cool. It is on top of the Thompson Hotel. And the Thompson Hotel is where a lot of celebrities stay. Like if a celebrity is in town for a concert, they're likely gonna stay at the Thompson Hotel if they don't have a home in Nashville. I know like Shawn Mendes has stayed there, Reese Witherspoon. Um, before Tommy Laren moved to Nashville, she was there a lot, like would stay there a lot. I'm trying to think who else, just basically like Jonas Brothers, anyone who comes to Nashville for a concert, and usually it's like if they have two concerts or something like that, that's, that's where they'll stay. It's right in the Gulch, that's where the pub is, Burger Republic. I work in the Gulch, so I'm down there a lot. And just some Nashville tips, okay? I just wanna give some tips because I feel like sometimes I'll be out and I'll see you know a group of bachelorettes, of course, because it's a bachelorette capital of the world, but I get so nervous because of one's always really drunk and if not all, but there's always a straggler, right? There's always one who's very drunk and she may end up getting broken up from her friend group because of how crowded things are. Whatever the case may be, please make sure that you keep an eye on your friends just because this city is fun and friendly. It's still a city. I wouldn't say it's as dangerous as every city, but it still has its dangers. Um, I know sex trafficking has become a really big thing in Nashville and another thing, when you're out at bars, do not keep your phone in your back pocket because it could get stolen. Jason Aldean's, that bar is like notorious for having phones stolen out of back pockets. Um, luckily, I mean, I haven't had an experience like that. I've been very, very fortunate. Um, at night, be careful on 2nd Ave. I haven't been down there in a long time. That's where the bomb went off. I'm pretty sure half of it is still blocked. But yeah, 2nd Ave is a very like shady area. I'm Again, I'm very lucky that I used to walk up and down that street like 3 a.m. by myself to go to a parking garage. Stupid. Thinking about it now, it's like not the smartest move. Luckily, I was safe. I was okay every time I did it. But 2nd Ave can get pretty sketchy pretty quick. And yeah, those are, those are my Nashville tips because as fun as this city is, as great as it can be, and it is great. It's a fun city. It's a great city to visit. If you're ever thinking of visit, I highly recommend coming, but just be aware of your surroundings like in any city. And I feel like some people forget that because again, everyone here is looking pretty much to have a good time. 
But there was even a point where somehow like the Uber system in Nashville got hacked or something and people were getting into the wrong Ubers or it wasn't even an Uber. It was just somebody who was looking to pick up someone to, you know, whatever, whatever the case may be. But if you come to Nashville, I hope you have so much fun. But just, again, just, again, be aware of your surroundings. Oh, and if I could recommend somewhere to go and have a great time, go to Pins Mechanical. It is so much fun there. They have arcade games. They also have um, bowling, uh, pigeon, pigeon ball bowling or something. It's probably not pigeon ball. I'm, I'm probably incorrect with that. It's a really big duck pin. That's what it is. It's called duck pin, not pigeon ball. But I love pins. It's such a fun place. Highly recommend you go there. Even Top Golf, I have so much fun there. It's an experience. It's expensive at Top Golf. Pins is a little more affordable, but those two places you gotta check out. All right, everybody, we have to talk about it. The Gossip Girl reboot. I was someone who was firmly against this, and I have to admit, I was pleasantly surprised by the outcome of the first episode of the Gossip Girl reboot. I am gonna tell you there are spoilers ahead. If you haven't watched and you want to watch, I'm going to say some spoilers during this little recap. I don't even know if this is a recap. It's just kind of like how I feel about the show. But I am going to talk about some things that happened in the first episode. So this is your warning. Spoiler alerts ahead. I am glad I watched it, though. I'm glad that I kept HBO Max so I could watch it. Is it similar to the old Gossip Girl? Of course it is. There's something about it that does give me that nostalgic vibe to a sense. Is it as good as the original Gossip Girl? I can't base it on one episode, but no, so far it's not as good. And obviously it's not gonna be as good. Like Gossip Girl, in my opinion, was epic. Gossip Girl is a show that I wrote a senior thesis about. It's an important show to me of like when I was growing up. And I think one thing about Gossip Girl that I absolutely loved, and looking back, I still think about it. The show was about these rich, privileged kids who could get anything that they wanted, and they are still keeping that storyline going strong. I will say it does seem like these kids are more aware of what is happening in society, which I don't think is a bad thing. When I read that they were all gonna be like woke rich kids, I was kinda like, what the fuck? I don't want woke rich kids. I want rich kids fucking up on their parents' money. That is what I want, and that's all I care about. First episode though, I mean, there's one character, he's very similar to Dan, but I hate him, as I should, because I did not like Dan Humphrey at all. The only time I liked him is when he was with Blair, which a lot of people give me shit about. I know people hated Dane and Blair together. I thought they brought out the best of each other, but who's to say who's correct? <laughs> but what is crazy is that the actors on this show are actually like a lot older than the actors were on Gossip Girl. When Gossip Girl started, I think Chase Crawford was the oldest um, cast member at like 21 or 22. And then of course, Taylor Momsen was like 14 or 15 when they started. So they were actually younger, whereas Jordan Alexander, who plays Julian, who's one of like the main characters, she's actually 27. There is also a character that is very similar to Chuck Bass. His name is Mark Wolf. He's played by Thomas Doherty. And so far, I really like him. The first Gossip Girl blast that there was. He just opened it and then blocked the Instagram account, which I thought was kind of perfect. It's very Chuck Bass of him. Chuck Bass would have definitely done the same thing if it was all through Instagram. Also, he's like sexually fluid. You see him with men and women. And apparently Chuck Bass was actually gay in the book. So I'm kind of wondering if they're kind of paying homage to 
the actual track that Chuck was supposed to be on if they followed by the book. Um, Otto is the kid who I can't stand. Otto is very similar to Dan Humphrey, driving me absolutely crazy. Audrey, who is the blonde girl in the cast, she's actually Barbara Allen Wood, Deb's daughter, which is absolutely crazy to me, but you gotta love it. She's 19, so she's actually younger. I don't know how I feel about her yet. I don't think she's like the greatest actress. Um, I guess, again, it's one episode in and we have to see how everybody is. I'm trying not to judge them all too harshly based on the first episode. I will say though, Jordan Alexander, the way that she plays her character is so fucking powerful. People are like, oh, she reminds me of Serena. I'm like, hell no, she's Blair. I do think that she does have a kinder heart, but Blair had a big heart and I don't think people talk about that enough. Blair really cared about the people that she cared about. Of course, she would ruin people's lives in the process sometimes, but hey, sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do. So they also revealed who Gossip Girl is in the first episode. And the reason I think they did that is because of how bad they fucked it up last time. In a recent article, something came out where it's like, actually, Nate was supposed to be Gossip Girl. And I was like, wait, I thought it was Georgina and then Juliet and then like Blair was going to be Gossip Girl and then Dorota. So the main writers of Gossip Girl, the original, had no fucking idea who was going to be Gossip Girl until the end. And of course, they fucked it all up by making it Dan Humphrey, even though technically in the first episode of Gossip Girl, if Dan Humphrey was the only person, no, actually someone was up on the balcony taking a picture of Serena in the first episode of Gossip Girl. So never mind. But he came up with his um, first post. His name was Lonely Boy and he wanted to be in it. But anyway, back to the Gossip Girl reboot, the, the Gossip Girl, Gossip Girls, I should say, are teachers. And when that happened, I was kind of like, teachers are doing it. And the reason they're doing it is to get back at these students who get them fired, who make their lives a living hell. And I'm almost like, I feel like this is very like millennials versus Gen Zs. And obviously the teachers are the millennials, but I really feel like that's what they're going for because obviously this reboot had people fucking torn. And I was one of those people who's like, I'm not gonna watch this, I don't care about this. But I have to say it wasn't bad. Was it a 10 out of 10? No. Do I think the original Gossip Girl was a 10 out of 10? Also no. So I'm gonna give this a chance for at least four seasons. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to watch it. And there's a scene where Kristen Bell's voice comes back. Of course she does the voice of Gossip Girl. It's an aerial view of New York City in Positions by Ariana Grande is playing. And then we hear Gossip Girl here. And when I tell you I got chills, I absolutely mean it. I cannot wait to see how they have music play into this. Cause music of course is also like a really big part of these teen dramas that we loved so much, whether it was Gossip Girl or The O.C. or One Tree Hill or even Friday Night Lights. Um, I'd never watched Dawson's Creek guys, I'm sorry. And I probably am never gonna watch Dawson's Creek if I'm admitting that. I know a lot of people got upset with my post about the holy trinity of teen dramas. A lot of people were like, where's Dawson's Creek? I wasn't allowed to watch Dawson's Creek. So I don't know, I just, I haven't gone back and watched it either because I feel like I might think it's too corny, but you know, maybe, maybe it'll be on the list one day, but I can't see me in like the near future watching Dawson's Creek, I'm sorry. That is why I did not make the list. But anyway, like music moments are such a big deal and I'm excited. Uh, is Josh Schwartz the creator? I think he is the creator of the new Gossip Girl, but anything that he creates, the music is gonna be fire. Fire, I can't believe I just said that. I don't think I've ever really called something fire or haven't in like 10 years. 
Maybe I'm regressing in age because I'm watching Gossip Girl again. <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited to give this a shot. And I'm someone who really, really loved the original Gossip Girl. And again, I'm gonna have trouble not comparing it, of course. You can't touch, and in my personal opinion, you cannot touch Blair Waldorf. Blair Waldorf is like top tier TV character. Her and Dorota were like such comedy geniuses together. Um, Serena, I'm sure I will dislike someone on this cast. I'm not cast, I'm sorry. Some character as much as I dislike Serena, but also wanted to like be Serena. No matter how mad I was at Serena, I still wanted to be her because Blake Lively is so beautiful. Um, so far, no one gives me Nate vibes. Maybe the uh, guy with the pink hair, maybe he'll give me some Nate vibes. You know, Nate Archibald is one of my favorites. Um, such a dumb boy, just a himbo, a handsome bimbo of a man. I mean that from like the, the depths of my heart, the kindest way I can say that. But yeah, we're going we're gonna to see what happens. Apparently, there's a lot more drama that's going to ensue, of course. I mean, it's Gossip Girl. The only thing that I think is weird is that the teachers are Gossip Girl. And the fact that one teacher was like like hanging out outside of somebody's apartment to take photos. It's like a 14-year-old getting changed. And I'm like, that's child pornography. Let's not do this. What I think is going to happen is I think someone in the inner circle is going to find out about Gossip Girl, find out who runs it, and then they will take over and become the new like leader of the pack. Because again, in the original Gossip Girl, there were a lot of people who were Gossip Girl at one point. But damn, Humphrey was like the, the biggest member of Gossip Girl, I guess. So that is my take on HBO's Gossip Girl reboot. I won't say I have high hopes for it, but I am going to say I was really surprised at how much I enjoyed the first episode. Now let's talk Hill's New Beginnings because I actually really like this episode. I've liked the last three episodes. I feel like this is the drama we've been waiting for. Yes, it is mostly the Wallers versus Spidey, but I'm still very much into it. It seems more real than Audrina and Brody. Um, I still do not think that those two ever hooked up. I think that they're just good-looking people, and the cat, the creators were like, will you guys pretend to make out? And they're like, yeah, absolutely, yeah, totally down for that. This episode, they are still on vacation all together. Brandon's girlfriend finally shows up, thank God, because that's like a big red flag how he is. He's like, why won't you move in with me? Why won't you be with me every second of the day? If I'm not with you, all I want to be is with you. I'm like, holy fucking shit. He called himself a hopeless romantic because of Pam Anderson. He's like, my mom's been married six times. She's a hopeless romantic. I'm like, I don't know. You seem very just like controlling in my opinion. I could be wrong with that, but I would love to see what you guys think. I know a couple people on the Facebook page said major red flags with him and how he treats his relationship, but I'd love to know what you guys think on that. Of course, they had a big murder mystery pot party. I almost said podcast, not a podcast, it's a party. Also, during the confessionals, <laughs> Heidi's Gucci belt is upside down. Why didn't anyone tell her that? Maybe there is a conspiracy theory against Spencer and Heidi. <laughs> Maybe there is a vendetta because of how horrible they were to producers when they were on the original Hills, and now they're starting to become that again. Because you would think the stylist or someone would be like, Hey, Heidi, your belt's upside down. But no, she, she was rocking it. Really rocking that Gucci upside down belt. I can't afford one, so good for her. But during the murder mystery party, Jason wants to talk to Spencer and Brody and Frankie, or Brody and Justin were like, don't do it when he's drinking. He's obviously drinking during the murder mystery party. And Heidi, I mean, and Jason and Ashley were like, can we talk to you guys like outside? 
And they're like, no, no, we're not going to talk to you outside. We don't want to do this. We don't want to be confronted. And I will say they were trying to get them at least out of the room so they could talk. They wanted to talk things out. They wanted it on camera. Heidi said that it's like all they wanted to do was make Ashley fight with Heidi. Maybe that's true. I don't know. But during this fight, Jason yells at Spencer and he's like, dude, you're still the same fucking weirdo that you were 15 years ago. Now, remember, they do have history. Spencer can say he does not remember Jason all he wants, but he's always said that Jason has spread the sex tape rumor during season three, I believe, of The Hills. That's when he sends, he wanted to send an alcoholic drink over to Jason and Lauren since Jason just got out of uh, rehab. But Heidi ended up, you know, they sent over a water because Heidi was like, no, 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 you have to send over a water. You're not going to send alcohol to him. So they're both going back and forth. And Spencer's like, I don't know if you're sober. I don't know. And then Audrina gets pulled into it. And they're like, Audrina needs to stop talking behind everybody's back. And I don't know what I've missed. I don't know how I've missed um, Audrina talking behind everybody's back because I haven't seen that. Again, I could have not been paying attention during the whole season at this point but I really don't feel like she's spreading rumors or talking shit. Maybe she's being a little two-faced, but hey, you gotta have that. You gotta play both sides sometimes. But during this fight, Spencer ends up saying, hey, calm down, we don't want you to relapse. And he actually, he was on Heather McDonald's podcast and talked about that. And he was like, I didn't know what to say. I didn't want him to relapse again because of the stress and I didn't want to stress him out. And I'm kind of like, no, you know exactly what you were saying. And honestly, that reaction was like, uh, that was like a real genuine Spencer reaction. Again, I'm trying hard not to just shit on Spidey this whole recap. I know I do that. I'm sorry. But I do think him saying that was him just trying to put salt in the wound. It wasn't him being like considerate of Jason's feelings. He was doing it because he was pissed and he was cornered. And for these people who act like they're such bad, big bad fucking villains and great for TV, fight it out. Like that's what would be great for TV. But Ashley ended up getting really, really angry at Spencer and Heidi because Jason has fought for his life because addiction is really real. And maybe, or I guess Spencer has dealt with people with addiction. Stephanie, Stephanie was like open about her addiction for a long time, but maybe he doesn't have a clear understanding or I don't know what it is, but I am sorry. My mom, my mom's been sober for over 150 days now. I'm so proud of her. But if someone was to like act like that towards my mom, I would have lost my fucking mind. So the way Ashley reacted, I totally understood it. I like Ashley. I think out of all the girls on the show, I would probably get along best with her. But her reaction, someone was like, no, Ashley acted like a crazy person. I don't think so. Again, if someone was to say that to my mom who's worked so hard to stay sober and it took her so long to get the help, I would probably like level that person. Maybe not with fists, but at least with words. And again, I don't think Ashley handled it incorrectly. I do think that that is the Spidey that everybody knows. That's the real Spidey. I know everybody wants to say that they just love like burritos and hummers and all that stuff, hummers, hummingbirds and all that stuff, but I don't buy it for a second. Um, I do think that them being the villains again, though, it makes TV interesting. And when Spencer was on the Heather McDonald podcast, she asked him, she was like, is this your way of getting viewers by going on and saying how much you hate the show? And he's like, no, absolutely not. But there is still a part of me that's like, are you sure? Because I kind of feel like that's what's going on. Um, I don't know what you guys think, but he's really bashing the hills really, really hard. He's like, every nobody's watching it. It's absolutely awful and all this stuff. And he's not totally wrong, but apparently the ratings for the last few episodes have been pretty high. And I don't know if it's because he's going on like press tours or whatever because, you know, he's on a bunch of podcasts. 
or if it's just like the residual effect of people thinking Kristen's going to come back. But I will say, again, this last episode, that's what I want. That's the drama I need to feel in my bones. Also, justice for Frankie. I say this every week, and someone actually DM me. They were like, does it really say that he can't talk in his (laughs) contract? I'm like, no, it definitely doesn't say that. But I actually talked to his wife, and I was like, you know, they're doing you guys dirty. And she's like, yeah, I don't know why they cut out basically everything we film at this point. Because if you guys remember when they showed, like, the preview for season two, it talked about how Frankie dealt with COVID and his job because he's a nightclub owner. And we have not seen that conversation yet. Will we ever? I don't think so. I think production is leaning very, very heavy into the Wallers versus Spidey. And yeah, I know that everyone's saying that, like, Audrina's talking shit and all this stuff. But again, I just, nothing has stuck out to me where I've been like, ooh, like, she shouldn't have said that. Because, I don't know, when someone's drunk and annoying, that's not talking shit. It just is what it is. Yes, you were drunk and annoying. Okay, sorry. I'll try not to be drunk and annoying next time. That's kind of all you got to do. That's all you got to do with that information. Overall, solid episode, solid episode. Um, I don't know, Caroline, Caroline, um, the pizza girl, she's kind of growing on me more. I did like the painting stuff. I thought that was kind of cute, but... We need the drama. We need Spidey versus the Wallers. And that is it. That's what the hell series has to be. I'm sorry. I'm putting it into the universe. That's what we need more of. That's what they should really focus on. Because I do think it's a true dislike between them. And I wonder what Spencer has on Brody. Because Brody, I don't think Brody likes, necessarily likes Spencer that much. But he just keeps saying it's easier to be on his good side. It's easier to be on his good side. And I'm like, but be on the right side of history, Brody. There was also one tiny moment with Caitlyn. And I feel like Caitlyn's very bland. Like, she just kind of has that bland personality. I don't dislike her. I just think she's very, like, monotone and bland. But she was sitting with Caroline. She goes, I didn't even get to tell anybody I was the murderer. And for some reason, that line made me laugh so hard. I don't even think she was trying to be funny. But if you're re-watching the episode or if you haven't watched it yet... Just listen to her say that. The way she says that line absolutely cracked me up. But yeah, that is the the Hill's new beginnings of last week. This week, I'm sure it's going to continue to be fighting between Spidey and the Wallers. So we shall see what happens. Can you believe that it is time for the season four finale? Can you believe that we've done four seasons of the Hills? I really cannot. I'd also like to apologize for any noise in the background. I just gave Jolene a plastic cup to play with. And she is having a great time with it. Um, If you did not see on my Instagram story, unfortunately, Gail has been diagnosed with bladder disease. But we're going to keep her comfortable. We're going to do everything we can so she has a nice long life. And if you could just put some good vibes out there for her, I'd really appreciate it. Also, the place that I got her from never disclosed that. And I looked at her veterinary um, vet papers from, like, when they gave her to me. And there was no sign of that. So I kind of want to bring her for, like, a second evaluation. But yeah, good vibes, good vibes for Miss Gale. And Jolene is having a blast with a styrofoam cup. But as I said, this is the last episode of the season for the Hills. It's episode 20 of season four. It is called I Heidi Take The Spencer. Now previously on the Hills is basically a whole season wrap up because 20 episodes for a reality TV show is super long. Okay, listening back to that, I could hear the cup. So the cup has been hidden. But like I was saying, this previously on the hills is a whole season wrap-up. They say nothing stays the same forever, but the strongest friendships can make it through anything, Lauren starts. 
I almost lost a friend over a boy. We see Steph and Doug, and another over a rumor. We see Justin and Audrina, and I did lose a friend when she followed her career in love life to New York City. Of course, that's Whitney. Audrina never could let Justin go, but she was starting to think he had been worth waiting for. And we're reminded that he also invited her away for a romantic weekend because they've never gone on a romantic weekend together. I guess him leaving her in Vegas did not count as a romantic weekend. We're also reminded about Darlene versus Spencer. And even after all the resistance from Heidi's family, Spencer wouldn't let anything get in his way. But now Heidi had to return to real life and their honeymoon was about to be over. We start the episode with, at Bolt House with Brett Bolt House because remember, Heidi got her job back and Brent, is, I said Brett, I'm sorry, Brent is talking to Heidi and Kimberly about a hotel opening. It's all hands on deck, he says in his like very serious voice. And then Brett asks about their vacations and Kimberly's like, yeah, I went to Hawaii. It was beautiful. I loved it so much. And Heidi's like, I went to Mexico and got married. And Brent and Kimberly both just look at her and they're like, what the fuck did you just say? No, really, we got drunk and did it. And there's no congratulations. Brent is literally just like, okay. And he's like, all right, get to work. And it's a very awkward silence. Nobody is applauding for Heidi. Nobody is happy about this marriage other than Spidey. Now we are with Lo and Lauren and we're getting their hair done. And we find out they're getting ready for an SLS opening. It's a black tie event. And Lauren's like, do you think it's okay I'm wearing lime green for a black tie event? And Lowe's like, yeah, lime green is always a good moment. And Lowe's really excited about it. So they're sitting in the chairs getting ready. Who's doing the event? Lowe asks. Bold house. You know when Lauren's just like in the zone and doesn't want to talk? That was the voice that she used. Will Heidi be there? I don't know, probably. And then Lauren says, it's sad, but the main reason we don't get along hasn't changed. And Lo kind of looks at her. She goes, Holly told me about the wedding. Holly also told me that Heidi does miss you. I'm sure she misses having friends, period. Ooh, burn. If I had the Emma Stone um, voiceover from EZA, ooh, burn. But then Lauren says that she would love to be friends with Heidi. But, quote, I know how to be best friends with her, and I know how to hate her, and I don't know how to do anything in between. Oh, the dramatics. After that little dramatic moment, we are with Justin, Bobby, and Audrina, and they're on his bike, and he has those, like, big gorilla handles. I don't know how anyone could ride a motorcycle like that for a long time. My dad is a big bikey guy. He loves motorcycles. He has a Harley. But I, I used to like going on the back of his motorcycle. Now I do not like going on the back of his motorcycle. And my nano told me it's because I grew up and I got some sense in me. So <laughs> I don't think I would get on the back of anybody's motorcycle at this point in life. But they are at Viceroy in Palm Springs, and they have a bungalow. Audrina loves it. Justin says he's going straight to the bar. They walk in, he's like, straight to the bar. But they end up popping some champagne, because in the words of JB, it's kind of a celebration, dude. <laughs> romantic. He's the romantic. Out of LA, no more drama, Audrina says. And she goes to get the glasses, and he goes, we don't need no glasses. And they start drinking out of the bottle. But JB is glad it's just the two of them. They've never really gone on a vacation, just the two of them. Audrina goes, it's always a group of people, Justin says, and you know what comes with that. Drama. Imagine if Justin said it like that. Audrina obviously says drama. But they're excited to get closer. They're excited to be close. They're like ready just to make things official, official. 
And Justin Bobby is wearing overalls and his motorcycle boots in bed. Now, I am someone, I do not mind outside clothes on a bed. I could lay down on, on top of my bed, not in the sheets, but I could definitely lay down on like the top of my bed in jeans, no sneaker, no sneakers, <laughs> no sneakers though. I'm not into that look, but the thought of like dirty ass overalls that were just on a motorcycle for however long and boots are not for me. Kick those boots off before we get to bed, JB. Now we see a very, very upset Darlene. She has tears in her eyes and Spencer is just staring at her. It's very awkward. No words are being spoken. Heidi walks in. She's like, I didn't know you were here. When, when did you get here? I just got here. I wanted to see you. Oh, what a surprise. Yeah, I wanted to surprise you. And Darlene like still has tears in her eyes. And that's just the scene. We just know that Darlene's there. She's not happy. Spencer's not happy that Darlene's there. And Heidi's very worried. Then we have a little bit of an LA montage. And I always wonder, you always see people like walking their dog or holding hands or like on their cell phone. I always wonder if those people knew that they were being filmed for the Hills and how the Hills, if they didn't know they were being filmed for the Hills, how the Hills got away without like blurring their faces. There has to be some sort of in between there, I think. But we are at the Spidey apartment and Darlene knows, but is playing dumb. She's playing dumb about the marriage and Spencer is not speaking at all. He's absolutely silent and he's looking down. There's also no eye contact. He looks like a little dog with his tail between his legs, but I'm going to be playing an audio clip and I have a couple audio clips this specific episode and they are a bit longer. So this is the first audio clip of the episode in three, two, one. And... You know, had a couple margaritas and just decided to. It's that easy. A couple margaritas, beautiful sunset, get married. I don't want you to be upset about this. How can I not be upset? You chose to go and elope. That's my choice, Mom, and that shouldn't affect you. It does affect me, and it affects a lot of people. A lot of people have been hurt very deeply by all this. Who? There's a lot of people who your whole life contribute to your life to get you to where you are and to help mold you into the person that you are. I know, Mom. I know. I just feel excluded from your life. Well, I didn't mean to hurt you. I can't not live my life worrying about everyone else all the time, too. Is it even legal? We're gonna make it legal. We're going out to City Hall tomorrow, and we're getting married. And I would appreciate it if you supported me and not... So you'll notice Spidey actually does celebrate two dates for their wedding anniversary. The first one is their Mexico wedding, and the second one is when it was officially legal in the United States. And of course, that was the season five, part A finale. But there is a part of me that's kind of like, okay, but if she really did want to elope, like you should accept that and like be proud of that. But maybe Darlene knew that wasn't what her daughter really wanted. I don't know. I don't know. Now back in Palm Springs, we are with Justin, Bobby, and Audrina, and honestly, they're kind of boring when they're not, like, fighting one another. I have to say that. But Audrina's sitting there, and out of nowhere, she just goes, I get antsy. I can't sit still with you. You make me nervous. And Justin's like, yeah, I get nervous too sometimes. And they both are excited to see each other. They're excited to be around each other. It's like excited nerves. And then Justin looks at her, and he's like, are you comfortable? And she goes, what do you think? I think we're at a standstill and just stuck, Audrina. I don't... I don't connect with people, but you, but, you, but you are someone I connect with, he says. And Justin gives her a tiny diamond ring. 
She loves it. It's like very dainty, very beautiful. And she is absolutely smitten by Mr. Justin Bobby. Now we're back in LA because JB and Audrina are boring, like I said. <laughs> That's mean. He's like being sweet. I'm like, boo, boring. But we're at the SLS Hotel and Holly and Steph are chatting with Heidi. Or Holly and Steph are chatting and Heidi pops up. And we actually see Holly's rib tattoo, which I don't even remember her having. It kind of surprised me. I was like, ooh, that looks pretty badass though. No wonder why her and Justin Bobby dated for a hot minute after the hills. But after Heidi pops up, Steph goes, hi, Mrs. Pratt. And then Lauren walks in and it's very awkward. Steph's like, ooh, Lauren's there. And Steph waves them over. Again, she's still with Heidi. And Lo like nervously laughs. And then Lauren waves back. And Heidi's like, I should go say hi to her. I should go talk to her. Heidi's coming over. She looks nice. Lo says to Lauren with like a big smile on her face. And Heidi basically is like, do you mind if I, uh, if I talk to Lauren? And Lo's like, no, no, I'll be right over there. I will say that this audio clip is a bit longer, but it's a good one. I feel like it gives us a lot of closure. You know how talent says, and closure, and closure. But this is a good one, I promise. In three, two, one. Hey, this is awkward. You heard Spencer and I got married. You happy? Yeah. It's all that matters. What about your mom? How's she? Um, it's, it's, it's really hard. <laughs> yeah, it's been hard with her. <laughs> you know, things that she said is just a little bit irreparable. So you just gotta know that that's your mom, and I know, and that's why, you know, and Spencer understands that, and then you have an amazing mother, you know that. Of course. And sister, and I know Stephanie, and <laughs> you know the only thing really missing in my life is you, and I don't think that's gonna change anytime. It just is what it is. It's not always fair. I know. I know. You been working out a lot. Working out? <laughs> yeah. No. No? No, I wish. <laughs> I'm just hiding about this. No, no, no. I don't think so. Mm. So. <sighs> don't you feel like you're, like, 18 again, 19? I feel like I don't really get older. Time just keeps, like, passing by. And I'm like, wait. Like, two years ago, three years ago, seems like five minutes ago. So much, you know? You know that, like, if you ever really needed anything, that I'm here. I know. <sighs> All right, well, I'm going to go back to work. Okay. It's good to see you. I miss you. I really miss you. All right, it's good to see you. We're walking the same way, aren't we? All right, I'll walk you out, madame. <laughs> I think... Like I said, I feel like that was a very long audio clip, but I also feel like it's a very good one. I just feel like, I don't know, it's such a good scene. It's almost like, all right, we've put it all behind us at this point. We're never going to be friends again, but if you need me, I'm here. Like, if you really, really need me, I'm here. And Heidi also saying, like, don't you feel like we're still, like, 18? That threw me off a little bit, 
But Heidi just wanted to talk, I feel like. I feel like Heidi just wanted to say, like, anything she possibly could. And I don't blame her. I mean, she lost one of her best friends, but she also married one of her best friends, so, or her only friend at this point. But yeah, I don't know. That scene just kind of like, it's just, I feel like I've had conversations with people where it's like, we're probably never going to be friends again and that's okay. But if you really need me, I'm here. You know what I mean? It's just, again, it's the talent closure and closure. Now we're back at Spidey's apartment and Darlene and Spencer are together and Darlene asks to see pictures. There it is, just Heidi and I and the minister, Spencer says with his fucking Cheshire cat grin. That's beautiful, so, so you head to the courthouse soon? And Spencer nodded his head and Darlene just had to say one more thing to Spencer because you also forget, I, I hope you don't forget this, but Darlene is a therapist. She's like a psychiatrist. She, like, she can spot like a sociopath from a mile away. But I'm going to play this final audio clip in three, two, one. Are you headed to the courthouse soon? Well, I know you manipulated and plotted this whole wedding. And you know it's not what Heidi wanted. So what I do. You know that she had dreams of a bigger wedding with her family there. I can't let you go to the courthouse and make this wedding legal. This is how we wanted to have our wedding. This is how you wanted to have your wedding. Oh, really? Yeah, that's... Well, Heidi's my wife. We're going to be married for the rest of our lives. And you need to accept that. So we'll go to the courthouse and we'll make it legal. So then you'll be my mom. And don't forget, like, years after The Hills ended, Darlene and Spidey still had a very strained relationship. You know, it's not like this was just over after The Hills was done. No, this was real. So we have a quick moment at Viceroy in Palm Springs. Of course, we had Justin, Bobby, and Audrina. They're laying in bed. And Audrina says that the ring means so much to her. You mean it? She asks. Of course. And they just, like, cuddle back up. I don't know. It's kind of just a quick scene. I was kind of like... We get it, you're in love, you're gonna bang again, like, cool. But now we're back in LA, we're at the courthouse, and Spidey and Steph are there. Heidi is sad her mom isn't there, and she's like, excuse me, I need to go to the restroom really quick. And Steph, like, looks at Spencer and she goes, you can't do this. And again, I think Steph is one of, like, my favorite Hills characters, especially in this season. And Spencer's like, we're gonna do this. She's gonna remember this day forever and know what she'll think about that she's not talking to her sister or her mom. I didn't force her. Steph's like, just wait. Just wait until they're all friends. And Heidi comes back. She looks upset. And they walk into the empty courtroom. And it's very, like, eerie. I don't know. Whenever I see courtrooms, it's never for, like, a good thing on TV. I feel like it's always a very dramatic bad thing. So, I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, that's all I'll say. But Donna Jones is ready to marry them. We did get married in Mexico, but, but it's not legal, so we're here, Heidi says. And Donna starts the ceremony. We find out that Heidi's name is Heidi Blair Montag. And then she just goes, Ann Spencer Pratt. No middle name for Spencer? Interesting. But Steph looks so stressed out as she's watching to be their witness. And Heidi starts her vows. It's Spencer's turn. And he kind of like stumbles over his words. He's like, ah, what about, what about your family? Are you, are you okay with this? Are you okay with your family not being here? What are you talking about? This is your idea. That's the key. That's the key. It's my idea. And Spencer says it's like a rain cloud that follows them. And Heidi starts breaking down. She's like, of course I want my mom. I shouldn't have to tell you that. 
And again, if this is acting, Oscars for the Spideys, Oscars for all of them, because this acting's fantastic. All right, then, then we can't do this. I, I, I want to give you the wedding of your dreams. I'm, I'm sorry. I love you. Spencer apologizes. This may be one of the only times Spencer apologizes in the whole series of The Hills. And Steph is like shocked, but, but it's a sweet scene. It is a very sweet scene. And that is how season four of The Hills ends. It doesn't end on a Lauren scene. It ends on a Spidey scene. And of course, the first half of next season is all about planning the big Spidey nuptials. So that is all for season four. Can you believe that we've done it? Can, we be, can you guys believe that in the course of season four, I got two cats? I can't. But yeah, overall, I feel like by the end of season four, Lauren is a side character in her main story. And we're going to see a lot more Spidey in season five. We're going to see a lot more of everybody other than Lauren, basically. All right, my friends, it is time to pop a bottle because we are having pop culture brunch. And because it's the day before my birthday, you better open up a bottle of champagne and take a sip out of it. Justin Bobby Audrina style, no cups necessary. Or you know what? If you don't drink alcohol, maybe have a Diet Dr. Pepper. I am addicted to Diet Dr. Pepper, and I just feel like you should have that in my honor. If, you, if you're not a drinker, totally fine. Have a Diet Dr. Pepper, and we'll be even. But over the past week, I don't know if you guys have seen it, Jamie Lynn Spears is fucking crazy. She, she knows people don't like her. She knows that she's going to be caught, and she knows that she stole her sister's money. Like, she's just not a good person. None of the Spears people are. The only one who I think is truly trying to redeem themselves is Lynn. I still don't think Lynn Spears is some angel. I really don't. But I do think her saying that she wanted to have Britney, like, pick her own lawyer and all of that, I think that's a really big deal. Because, of course, Jamie doesn't want that. Jody Montgomery doesn't want that. Nobody fucking wants that. Other than Lynn, she's trying to petition that with the court Again, I think that's a big deal, but Jamie Lynn had to push her book back because she was going to release a, a, a tell-all book about her life. And know what it was going to be called? I Must Confess. Do you know what the words are that should come after I Must Confess? It should be that my loneliness is killing me now. Those are the only acceptable words, okay? But she immediately was like, it's not after my sister's lyrics. Shut the fuck up, Jamie Lynn. Like, she's like Demi Lovato. Whenever Demi starts going on their tangents, I'm like, take away their phone. Take away Demi's phone right now. I need someone to take away Jamie Lynn Spears' phone because this is not making her look better. I don't know if you guys saw, she said that Britney sent her nieces, um, Jamie's daughters, a package full of toys, and it literally looked like Jamie, Jamie Lynn just put toys in a box and was like, I'm going to post this and say Britney sent it. What the fuck, Jamie? She also went on to say, you know, she posted some article that she allegedly sold to Us Weekly or Radar Online, one of those, saying that she's the only family member who's never made money off of Britney. And she was like, now leave my broke ass alone. Also, Jamie Lynn has decided to start covering her daughter's faces with emojis because she doesn't feel like it's safe for them. But Jamie Lynn has had her daughters all over social media for years. Like, for such a long time, I'm like, yeah, that, it, doesn't, it doesn't work that way. Like, you can't all of a sudden decide, like, hey, I'm not going to post my daughters even though... I guess you can decide that. You can decide, like, hey, I'm not going to post my daughters anymore. That's totally fine. But putting an emoji over their face when we already know what they look like, I feel like that kind of beats the purpose. 
I don't know what you guys think, but I genuinely am like, that's kind of like defeats the whole purpose of putting an emoji over your kid's face. Like, I'm sure you guys know Kristen Cavallari does that with her kids, but she has continued to do that since, like, they were little. Like, it's not some new random thing where she's like, actually, I'm going to try this out. Like, Jamie Lynn is just so unhinged, and it's becoming more and more evident. And it sucks because I actually liked her, like, little country music career that she had. You know, she actually wrote songs for people that I didn't hate. She wrote some of Jana Kramer's music, and the thought of those two being in a room together made me want to, like, bash my head against a wall. That's a little aggressive. I'm sorry. But yeah, I think Jamie Lynn is really sweating it. And I know that I did say that I had like free Britney notes for this week, but I'm actually going to save that because obviously her court date is on July 14th. And um, she's apparently going to be getting a new lawyer, a federal prosecutor who has worked with Madonna and helped Madonna. So fingers crossed that something incredible happens with that. I think that's all we can hope for at this point. I really hope Brittany is able to become free without having to get another, um, like, evaluation. I think if she can go out there and perform all her songs and do all this stuff as long as she's on the right medication. And she even said that. She's like, I've been on the same medication for five years, and then they put me on this crazy strong medication that absolutely fucked me up. So, again... I always say believe Britney. I think you should believe someone who's been obviously abused by your family the last 13 years. And Jamie Lynn Spears needs to shut her phone the fuck down and someone needs to take that shit away from her. Now, over the weekend, Bieber performed in Vegas and there was a video of him and Haley walking together. And it looks like he's yelling at Haley, but someone was like, no, he was just super hyped from his performance. He wasn't yelling at her. But I have seen so many videos of him being mean to Haley, his wife. I actually kind of feel bad for her. Like during one of the interviews, he was explaining Lyme disease and how it affects him. And she was just kind of like giving her own thoughts. And she was like, he was like, yeah, they're talking to me about this, not you. And she kind of like looks down. And then I don't know if you guys remember the arcade video I posted a long, long time ago where he's like screaming at her. And everyone was like, oh, it sounds like he's joking. I'm like, I don't fucking know. I don't, I don't think that's a joke. Um, but yeah, apparently he was just really excited after being off stage. But I worry about them. I worry about them a lot. I don't think he's very nice to Haley from things that I've seen. And by things that I've seen, I mean things that I've seen on TikTok and has uh, like swayed my perception of that. In random news, Lamar Odom decided to comment on Khloe Kardashian's Instagram. And he was like, oh, so hot with a bunch of emojis. And Tristan decided to step in and he was like, you, you cheated death once, next time you won't be so lucky. I'm like, you're really going to talk about his OD and how you're actually going to be the one to kill him? Tristan, it's not like you're some fucking saint. You cheat on Chloe every other weekend. And also telling somebody who overdosed that you're going to kill them isn't like a stand-up thing to do. It's like embarrassing. I don't know. I always like feel kind of embarrassed for Chloe. I just, I feel like these men in her life have just used her. And Tristan is trying to play like this awesome guy and he's not. He's a piece of shit too. I just hope that Chloe can like, I don't know, figure it out and be happy with herself. I don't know if Chloe's happy with herself. I don't know the fucking Kardashians. I'm acting like I know them or something. Now, I don't know if you guys saw Hilaria Baldwin. She went on a big rant about how she is like fluid with her nationality, which is why she said she was Spanish and still speaks Spanish and still doesn't know what fucking cucumber is in English. 
I don't know. I don't know. She's from a wealthy town outside of Boston. Like, I just, I can't get behind it. She drives me nuts. Alec Baldwin is a fucking monster. I know people loved him on 30 Rock and his, like, impressions on SNL. But I still think of his, like, nasty-ass voicemail that he left his 11-year-old daughter calling her a gross little piggy. Like, Alec Baldwin's not a good dude. Hilaria Baldwin is not a great girl either. I just, I think that's such a crazy thing to do. My, my parent, my grandma, my, my grandparents, my mom's mom, my mom's mom and dad. Jesus, am I okay? My mom's parents is what I should say. Um, they were both from Ireland. I never got to meet her father, but my Nana, I was very, very close to her. She had a very thick Irish brogue that I actually never noticed until somebody told me just because I was so used to it. But could you imagine if all of a sudden I was like, you know, I just, I want to be fluid. And I started talking in an Irish accent. And I've also heard Irish brogues aren't, they're not called brogues in Ireland. They're called, I don't know what, I don't know, fucking accents. I don't know. But saying an Irish brogue is a very American thing to say. But could you imagine if all of a sudden I started talking like I was from Ireland or like attempting to? You guys would be like, Kelly, what the fuck are you doing? Are you okay? And I changed my name. Well, Kelly's an Irish name, I guess. But I was trying to think of like a different Irish name. I changed my name to like Erin O'Malley or something. <laughs> I think Erin O'Malley was on Mix 1041 in Boss. So random new couple, The Weeknd and Angelina Jolie have been spending a lot of time together. And I went through a long phase of hating Angelina Jolie. I think a lot of people did in the 2000s, even until late in the 2000s. But now I'm just like, good for you, Angie. Go have that hot girl summer. Like people are so much, they're like, I want Brad and Jen back together. I want Brad and Jen back together. Like that must be annoying. So guess what? She's going to hook up with little hottie The Weeknd. Apparently The Weeknd knows how to party too, if you know what I'm talking about. I mean, that's what all of his songs are about. Let's make that clear. But, you know, if The Weeknd and Angie are, like, banging it out, good for them. Good for them. I'm proud of them. And I hope that they have a hot girl summer together. Now, Team Mom 2 fans, listen up. I don't know if you guys heard this, but a producer was actually fired. Some producers on Team Mom 2 have been fired because they were told that they're letting the girls call the shots too much, which I don't necessarily disagree with. Teen Mom 2, remember before it um, started, I was like, hell yeah, I'm excited for this because those girls always fucking bring it. They always know what the fuck to do, like to bring the drama. No, I will say that those girls have been so boring and it's all about them getting like plastic surgery. Like, I don't really give a shit about any of that if we're being totally honest. But I guess if there is a next season, which I, I'm guessing there's going to be another season of Teen Mom 2. Teen Mom is like golden gooses. <laughs> Why do I keep saying golden goose? You know, Teen Mom is like a big deal for MTV, but I know that viewership has gone way, way down. So maybe with new producers, they're just going to make the drama happen. And I guess that's what they did with The Hills halfway through, which makes sense because now The Hills, New Beginnings isn't bad. I am still watching Manifest. I try not to binge watch shows too much. I'll watch like four episodes, but I don't like to watch like a full season in a day just because I forget a lot and I forget everybody's names, especially when there's this big of a cast. It still takes me some time with Grey's Anatomy, and I've been watching that since, like, day one, pretty much. So, yeah, I'm still watching Manifest. I know it ends on a cliffhanger, but I'm still, I'm still in for the ride. I'm still watching it. Rihanna and ASAP Rocky, they were spotted filming a music video. I am excited for that. I miss Rihanna's music. Rihanna's music, to me, I don't even know. You know, I don't think Rihanna is some incredible vocalist, but I love her. I really do, like... 
all of her music just gets me going or makes me sad. And that's what I need in an artist. You need to be able to pump me up and you need to be able to make me cry. If you, if you do one or the other, then it's not gonna work. I need both. But I mean, I love the song Four or Five Seconds. I love California King Bed, Breaking Dishes. Like, let's bring that music back. The other day I heard Take a Bow for the first time in a really long time. And I was like, fuck yeah, that's the Rihanna I know and love. And red-haired Rihanna hits different. Um, of course, she's not red hair right now, but, you know, she can always go back to it. But her and ASAP Rocky, I think they're a beautiful couple. And if he's getting her to go back into music, then I ship it. I'm ready for it. I'm with them. I don't know if you guys saw this. I'm sure you did, but Richard Branson went into space, kind of. Um, yeah, so I thought he was going to be, like, in space for, like, a couple days, like an astronaut. But I don't even know if he, like, broke into space. It seems like he just went really, really, really high almost into space and then he came back down. And I was talking to some coworkers about it because I was kind of like, you know, it's like him, Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk. They're all like, who can make it into space first? I'm like, imagine if those billionaires wanted to like try and help world hunger or try and help like homeless vets, try and help some kind of good cause other than who's gonna be the first fucking super villain to go into space. I actually don't mind Richard, uh, Richard Branson. I like Richard Branson. I do not like Jeff Bezos or Elon Musk, but I don't know. It's just, I don't know. Again, I just, I wish people would put their money to good use sometimes. It, it's like, I can't imagine having so much money. I just almost go into space and then I come down and I'm like, we made it to space. I'm like, you didn't make it to space though. Maybe they did. Maybe they made it to almost space. I don't know. It did not look like they made it to space if you ask me. As we wrap up brunch, um, like I said, there is probably going to be another episode of this season. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. I'm just telling you, there's probably going to be another episode of this season, especially because Brittany's going to court. And it's probably going to be pretty crazy because there's a lot of things that's going to happen when she goes to court. But Backstreet Boys just announced that they're having a Christmas in Vegas theme. They're going to be doing some shows in Vegas around Christmas time, and I would love to go. But I know they're also coming out with a Christmas album, and I fucking hate Christmas music. The only real Christmas song that I like, I would say, is Winter Snow, I think it's called. It has like Sarah Bareilles in it. I really like that one. That's a sad one, but it's really good. But yeah, I just, Christmas music, it's because I worked retail. I'm sure of it. It just, I can't do it. But yeah, Backstreet Boys are doing a couple shows right around Christmas time. And of course, Usher has his show coming up soon. MGK, I'm going to talk about MGK really quick. And to be clear, I am an MGK fan. I've always been a fan of his music. As of late, maybe not so much. And I'm actually really worried about him. Um, a couple of his fans, last time I talked about how I was worried about him, they all DM'd me and they were like, no, he's clean, he's sober, this is the cleanest he's been. I don't know. I've seen him in concert and he looked way better than he looks now. Like he looks so gaunt in his face and he just doesn't look like he's even like there. And another person was like, it's just performative. I'm like, I don't know. Again, MGK was one of the most lively performers I've ever seen. Probably one of the best performers I've ever seen. I truly mean that. But I am worried about him. I'm, uh, I'm a little bit worried. And our girl, Megan Fox, our girl, I don't know when she became our girl. I actually, I've always liked Megan Fox. I thought Jennifer's body was highly underrated and I'm glad that it's finally getting the respect that it deserves. But she did make a good point. She did an interview recently and she was like, you know, a lot of people are saying I'm a cougar and all this stuff. She's 34, MGK is only 31. I don't know why I thought it was a bigger age gap, but yeah, she was like, imagine if George Clooney was dating someone only four years younger than him. Then people would be like, good job, you're dating an old woman. She didn't add that, but could you imagine if 
like Brad Pitt or someone older actually dated someone closer to their age, people would be like, oh my God, he's dating such a grandmother. As we wrap up the pop culture brunch, Scarlett Johansson has announced that she is pregnant with her husband, Colin Jost. And I have to say, something about Colin Jost really fucking bothers me. I don't know what it is. Like, I don't, I think it's the way his mouth moves when he speaks. And I know that's such a weird thing to say, but he just fucking annoys me. And I want to know your Colin Jost feels. I want to know what you guys think. I just feel like he's very arrogant and would like talk down to me and call me dumb. Is that a, is that a weird thing to say? But thank you guys so much for tuning in every week. 20 weeks is a really long time. And I know I took a long break at some point because of whatever was going on in my real life, but my real life, like this is my real life. We talk, this is my real life. You guys know what's going on. But obviously a lot of things have happened in the last 20 or so weeks that we've been doing this podcast. And I just want to say, I appreciate you guys. I always appreciate you guys for listening. Thank you for hanging out. I am going to finish up the hills and then I'm going to do Laguna Beach season three. And then I'm going to get into the city. Like I said, I am going to watch Whitney's recaps. I don't watch her hills recaps. I just, I kind of don't feel like I need to because she's so many episodes behind me. Um, but yeah, I guess we're going to see what happens on the hills, new beginnings. Um, I'll be 30 by the next time I talk to you and I hope you guys have an awesome week. And yeah, that's, that's really what I got for you. Free Britney.